Morning, bro. Morning, bro. How are you? Uh, I'm all right. You know, I'm struggling, but that's okay. How are you? I am well. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I bet it's not snowing where you're at yet. It is not. No. It's a little chilly, though. No. No, but but uh, I, I know where you're going today, and I think there's a chance you might see snow. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Not really looking forward to that. No, no. What's the high supposed to be tomorrow in Fort Wayne? Uh, I don't know if they even register something so low. Oh, you're a pitiful, sorry ass Texan. Um, <laughs> uh, hello to everybody who stumbled upon us. We are the Obvious Brothers. I'm Obvious Steve, and, and he is Obvious John. Okay, John. Uh, I, of course, sir have survived uh, psychological trauma this morning already <laughs> already yeah and you know you know why i do yeah why is that i got down to the sixth line of the wardle and i wasn't sure i was going <laughs> yeah. yeah that was uh I imagine you were feeling the pressures there weren't you yeah i was i was i was feeling i was feeling the pressure of the no pressure game uh, I, I have not yet not gotten it here I, as I put in the final letters and said, oh, that's really a word. And it could say no. And I, I could be uh, SOL for once. So, yeah. So, so and of course, you, you understand, I, I forward you the tweet from, from a guy who said my husband, my, my, my wife, without saying a word, has turned Wordle into a competition. Right. Yeah. yeah. Without yeah. saying a word, right? yeah, it's on. That's right. That is that is accurate. And you you should be quick to point out how many lines you got the wordle in today, because I did it in four again. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. You just just stick with that. And I wonder if we ought to be telling people what wordle is. Do you think that any of our listeners don't know? Man, I would be shocked if people don't know what it is by now. Okay, well, uh, but I'm going to say anyway, Wordle is a online game invented by a guy uh, that appears every night at midnight, one clue or, or one word, and you're supposed to uh, guess a five-letter word, and you have six tries to do so. When you guess a word, it tells you uh, whether the letters that you've guessed are in the right spot the right letter, but in the wrong spot or, you know, not good at all. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it, it is interesting. I, I'm just going to go back uh, in the last week. One day the word was prick. And I saw a bunch of people who seem to want to tweet out their, their response, who got it in two or three. And I'm wondering, it's kind of like a Rorschach test, right? John, what is in your <laughs> head that prick is the uh, second or third thing you think of? With, with the possible letters. Yeah, yeah. that's, uh, you know, what can I say? Yeah, yeah, that's, of course, today's today's word, you're not surprised it took me six to get it, right? No. No. I, and and by, by the way, it is sort of a thing nobody tells, do they, John? No, you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to tell. If you tell, then you get booed off the uh, all social media sites. Yeah, I, I've never seen anybody tell. Uh, somebody did spoil it on Twitter one day, and they got they got blasted. I bet they did. Yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be kind of like kind of like my mother lo- loves to spoil Jeopardy for me, and I've learned not to call till it's over, uh, <laughs> uh, because she'll say, "Oh, Amy won again today. That woman won again today." Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and you know, before I'm, yeah, so. How does she know so much further in advance than you? Uh, because on the Chicago TV stations, it comes on at three thirty in the oh, afternoon. So she gets the early version. She gets the she gets well she gets the same version, but uh, an hour ahead of you. Three hours ahead of me. Oh, three hours. I I don't get it till seven thirty our time. Wow. Yeah. So says so, so she could ruin it every day. And in fact, there are people on Twitter drop clues all the time about it. There's like, you know, I kind of, they don't really say such and such one, but 
like they should have bet better or why didn't they know this or that and it's like (laughs) yeah yes i actually knew the answer last night to final jeopardy i was i was pretty proud because sometimes and last night's was pretty tricky yeah so but we'll push on you do know that the woman won the second most consecutive games in, in Jeopardy history, and she got beat two nights ago, right? I did not. I am not fully in tune with my uh, Jeopardy trivia. You, you also know it is the, the most watched non-sports show on television. I do believe that. Yeah. So, Are you looking you know. forward to the uh, um, collegiate showdown that's coming up? Not particularly, but sure. Who's been hosting lately? Well, it's been Ken Jennings here for weeks, and I, I guess Mayim is doing the college thing that is that you're 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 talking about is in prime time. Yeah, Mylon Blake, yep. yeah, who who seems to be pretty busy. Yeah. So so John, did you watch Resident Alien? I did not. No, I did. I didn't. I was. Going to try and get it in this week, and I, I did not. Okay. So uh, at the end of the last season, they were he and the little boy were in their spaceship, right? Yep. Going on. Well, he, they obviously turn around and crash, and, and uh, Harry wakes up in the hospital and does not know who he is. And when they, when they finally came to say who he is, well, after telling him, of course, that he's an alien, and they all kind of laughed. They say, who are you? And he, he says, I'm Lenny Briscoe. And, uh, you know, one of them has to Google it and find out that they, that, of course, is the, the one the one detective on Law and Order, and, <laughs> yeah. which you remember Law and Order was where he learned how to talk and every, everything. So he yep. thinks he's he, th- he thinks he's the detective. So uh, that, that's one of the f- funny early gigs. Uh, in, jokes in, in the show. So uh, he thinks he's Lenny, Lenny Briscoe. Frisco for a while, which in the middle of nowhere, Colorado, you know, the doom doom of law and order, <laughs> <laughs> the mean streets of Colorado, just uh, I'm not sure Lenny's ready for it. So <laughs> that is pretty funny. Yeah. And then, of course, you probably didn't watch Boba Fett either. No, I did not get the chance to watch okay, it. Okay. I saw somebody tweet. So that means it's uh, universally known, right? And po- pointed out that this was the best episode. Uh, of uh, Boba Fett yet uh, on Disney Plus, uh, and he's not in it, so uh, there might may be a certain irony to that. I think there's some foreshadowing there. Well, I I don't I don't know what they do after this week exactly, but it it was pretty funny that uh, yeah the uh, yeah it was it was it was a it was a good episode, but uh, yeah he was not in it at all. His sidekick. Uh, who has a name, you know, they all have names that whatever her name is, uh, 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 was in it for like a couple minutes at the end to, to, to kind of connect things up. But uh, yes, he, ne- he never appears. Hmm. But, but there, there, there is cool shit all over the place that you're going, you're going to talk to me about. Okay. Okay. All right. So that's, that, that's those two things. So we got to go back back to last week. And, uh, you know, my wife, your sister, listens to our podcast with some regularity. And these days we go out to Planet Fitness and, you know, listen to podcasts. So last week she was listening to us, uh, you know, trotting along next to me on the next machine. And suddenly she breaks out in the, you know, huge laughter. And I'm like, what? And she says, the line about the grocery store. <laughs> and i'm like oh yeah and so she really liked that one well then i go to the grocery store later that day and i'm in the 25 or less line right well the woman in front of me doesn't write a check john she paid cash down, not to, the, o- down, not to, the penny. down to the penny exactly yes she how long did it how long did it take her to sort sort through her corners uh, yes, she did. She got out her coin purse and, and got the 13 cents out to get it down to the exact penny. And I'm standing there going, 
that that's that's just like yeah there, there it is yeah yep. but your sister goes to cvs later that day and she said i realized i was doing the same thing i was getting the pennies out to make sure i got the exact change and i'm like pounding my forehead going oh my god she said but there no isn't anybody behind me and i said sure right sure sure, sure there was that's 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 the story and we're going to stick with it right <laughs> oh john it was possibly the best weekend of nfl playoff football in history john yeah Just, i would agree with that it was a pretty amazing weekend i'll let you go on about that john uh you got some some major upsets had some really close games i think Almost every game came down to uh, to the last score potentially, and they had uh, had a we had an overtime game, which was one of the craziest finishes of any game I've ever seen, let alone a playoff game. Uh, with yeah. the, with the Chiefs, you know, scoring with 13 seconds left, which was pretty amazing. You yeah, see, uh, you don't see I, that I happen very often. The Cowboys couldn't pull that off the week before. Yeah, let's be realistic here. First of all, the Chiefs had all three of their timeouts and needed a field goal. The comparison between these... I wonder these, how butthurt you, you've been about all the tweets about this. Yeah, it drives me crazy. We had zero timeouts, needed a touchdown. They had all their timeouts and needed a field goal. Right. Right. So, But it's still, I mean, people were, were piling on all week, so... Anyway, yeah. yes, in thirteen with thirteen seconds left, uh, the the bottom line is every game went down to a a field goal at the end of a regulation play. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. pretty wild. Yeah, so that was that was it's not going to get any better than that. Three underdogs won, uh, and, and it looked like the fourth one was going to win with the big parlay, right, John? But yeah. Uh, but, but as you said, uh, 13 seconds left, uh, Kansas City found a way to tie it and then win it in overtime. So, man, just can't imagine getting better than that, right, John? Nope. So does that uh, mean there'll be two blowouts this weekend? I mean, it could probably be uh, – I don't know how you follow that up. What's the – it's going to be tough to, to match that type of intensity for, for, for this week's round of games. Yeah, uh, just – yeah, I, 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 I don't even really have hope that we come close to that. But, uh, um, yeah, the the Kansas City spread is seven, which, uh, you know, is bigger than any spread that what for last weekend. So, mm -hmm. if if it's in, somewhat accurate, uh, that game won't be a final field goal game. Uh, 49ers and Rams have played twice and the 49ers have won them both and uh you know you know the adage is no no yeah. no 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 good team can get beat three times by the same team right yeah yeah it's hard to beat any team three times yeah I, i've also seen people try to debunk that on twitter this week so uh that it happens fairly often but uh it, it's not like there is zero uh, zero history of it happening. Right, right. Uh, yeah, so uh, there you go. So, John, are you happy with the two games we ended up with? I am. Um, I think the Rams, you know, obviously we've, we've talked a lot about the Rams and their, their all-in mentality that they have with the, you know, not having any draft picks. It's pretty much do or die right now. They better, better get it done. So, and uh, they look good. They looked really good. Mm, yeah, well, they looked good for a long time, and then Tom Brady decided to wake everybody up, and and uh, or or you know he gets credit anyway, right? As as, as they said on as it was said on both Twitter and the the broadcast, uh, down twenty seven to three, he says gets them in a huddle and says, "Hey guys, let me tell you a story," you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then of course they come back and tie it up with uh, some time left and they left too much time obviously on the clock but it's like well it's like uh you know the old man river just don't, don't he don't quit right no nope. so, you guys got he's got ice water in his veins 
Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Uh, and a bloody lip. And a bloody lip. Yep. Yeah, well, it helped that uh, what was it, Acres put the ball on the ground, uh, gave him a short field one time. So. Yep, that was the big, big turning point there. Yeah, yeah, it really can't can't get that done what they got done without without some help. So, all right, John, uh, you know, I you you do of course remember our pick record last weekend on these NFL games, right? No. Is that right? You what do you do? Blot and blank out your memory when when you don't do as well as I do. <laughs> I think I went three and three, right? John, that's two weeks ago. There are only four games last weekend. Oh, then I guess I didn't go three and three, did I? No, no, you went two and two. That's a per, per, perfectly mediocre weekend, John. Sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, how'd I do, John? I don't know. I forget. Of course you do. All right. Yeah. So John is John is being coy because he knows I went four and zero. Oh, so. Uh, oh, is that what you? I man, my memory is really getting bad. Yeah, it's really getting bad. Yeah, yeah, you forgot. Yeah, four and zero. Oh. I I just wish I had bet uh, a, a bigger portion of the house on that four and zero oh in a parlay, right? And then. Yeah. Then no I, kidding. Th- then I could be sitting somewhere right now where it's not snowing. <laughs> If only that. So, uh, yeah, this week, uh, yeah. So break it down, John. Uh, Bengals got here with a, a late win against the Titans. I'm not sure. They didn't look like the better team the whole way. Yeah. Um, I, I felt and, like they pretty well controlled that game, even though the score says it was closer than that. But Yeah. They going to go into Kansas City and beat them. I definitely think it's going to be closer than, than what, uh, you know, seven points. And, and I do think they can go in and beat them. It's Kansas city's defense. You know, it, it'll be interesting. I, I want the Bengals to win. I, I am cheering for a, a, uh, a Bengals Rams Super Bowl just so we can have something new for a change instead of the same old, same old. Mm. Yeah. I think we've seen the chiefs and 49ers play in the super bowl recently. Haven't we? Yeah. I mean, they've both been there a few, quite a few times. So. Uh, so didn't they play two years ago? Uh, was that how well, soon it was? Three, three years, three years ago. Yeah. It's not been too long. <clears throat> yeah. Mahomes Mah- first super bowl win. There you it's go. Only Super Bowl win. All right. Um, no. Right? Wasn't it the Chiefs and the Niners? You're really making me try and remember some shit that I don't remember. Okay. All right. Well, I know the Niners lost. <clears throat> yes, they did lose. I know. I can agree with you there. Okay. Uh, so break it down then. Uh, it's a like a 54 over under is that right 56 yeah that's the big over under is in the uh is in that game 54.5 i believe is that right well i you know i got up 54.5 right hey it opened at 51 yeah it's going up um which is interesting i like i like the under in this game i think uh, i don't the weather is not going to be too much of a factor. They play early in the day, 44 degrees and sunny. So I don't know what the wind is going to be like. But um, so, but these are pretty decent defenses, um, can be at times, can be pretty porous at times as well. You know, the game was 14 to 14 at half in the Bills-Chiefs game, and then all hell broke loose in the second half actually in the fourth quarter, the last two minutes of the fourth quarter. So it'll be, I like the under in this game. Okay. Uh, I do not like the under in this game, but I agree with you. I think I'm taking the Bengals and the points. Yeah. Uh, I, again, 
uh, we've used this line all fall, John. So I'm going to stick with it. I'm not, I'm not picking the Bengals to win. I'm just picking them to cover seven. So right, yeah, and, and I I agree. I definitely like the Bengals to cover, in a close game. I think it's going to be right around that twenty-seven, twenty-four range. Hmm. Uh, I think the game's going to get into the thirties, but we'll. We'll, we'll, we'll agree to disagree, and that's, uh, yeah. Oh, all right. So, more to say about this? You want, you, want to, you want to talk about the fact we both have fantasy teams and who we have left and and uh, what what crazy shit goes on in fantasy these days? Uh, yeah. Let's see. I've got, I've got Mixon, Hill, Stafford, and... Samuel. Yeah, yeah, Samuel. Right. But uh like like it, it's been you, you really needed Mahomes and Allen uh the first two weeks. Yeah, both, they did. Of, both of whom played the first two weeks for one thing. So they have two games and like forty points for both of them in each of their games. So yeah, they, they, they they lit it up. Right. Big 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 fantasy numbers for both. Of course Hill Hill had a pretty big fantasy score, uh, as I recall, last week, too. Yeah. Not quite as good as the guy from the Bills with four receiving touchdowns, but nobody had him, of course. Yeah, who would have – I mean, there's – out of everybody to pick, there's no way you would pick um, Gabriel – or, yeah, Gabriel Davis, isn't that his name? Right, yeah, they're the number three receiver for the Bills, who – had a breakout game. So um, I, I expect it to be a fairly offensive game. So I think there'll be some fantasy points put on the board and it, it could, it could be interesting. I, I, I've always said, I hate fantasy because what it gets you to do is you don't pay any attention to much of anything else in the game, except throw it to this guy or no, don't hand it to him. Right. No, yeah. don't let him score the touchdown. <laughs> so, no, anybody but him. Yeah, your whole rooting interest, it, it, it doesn't matter what the score of the game is or anything else, right, John? It's just who's touching the ball. Exactly, who's getting the touches. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and it, it, if you have the quarterback, well, you don't have a quarterback in the first game, so you're rooting for interceptions, right, John? Interceptions and, you know, some some scoring from my two wide receivers that are in that – or from my ground gamers. And I think Mixon's going to, I mean, if, if the Bengals are going to pull this game off, Mixon's going to have to have a good game. Well, I, I, I think that the more likely they win if he does. Yes, definitely. It will be interesting to see uh, how well the chiefs can cover uh, chase who has been a handful for everybody all season. Uh, you know, back in the day when Bill Belichick was in these games, Coach Bill always found a way to take something like Mr. Chase away from a team mm-hmm. and and make you play left-handed, sort of. But uh, for some reason, he seems to be the only coach who's ever figured out how to do that. Right, John? Yeah, he's one of the best at, at taking away your best player. That's right. Sure. So, so if they if they if they take away Chase or Mixon. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how big a game the other one has. But uh, I don't know that the Chiefs are capable of that kind of thing on defense. Yeah, they're definitely not as strong defensively. as They're, they're not They're not a shutdown kind of defense. They're more of a bend, don't break kind of team, I think. so. I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, the second game, as I said, game three between the two. And uh, Kyle Shanahan has, like, owned the Rams Some. I, I said this before they played week 18 and they beat them on week 18 in LA. So, so playoffs in a ugly game for yeah. the Rams. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. It was fun watching. And again, they had a pretty good sized lead deep into the second half and gave it up. So uh, suddenly Mr. Moe and Jimmy Garoppolo started playing better uh, for some reason and click, click, click. And, uh, the Niners beat them again. So I, 
I don't know. I think you're taking the Rams, aren't you? I am taking the Rams, correct. Yeah. I I I think on my on my uh Corey picks, I, I I went with you and took the Rams, but I think on the podcast I'm going the other way. I like the Niners. Uh, in fact, I, I am now a huge Niner fan since they beat the Packers yeah, last yeah. Saturday night. I, I, it's the hardest I've rooted for a team in a long time uh, to win a game, uh, yelling at them. And they played like shit. I can't believe they won the game as badly as they played. But, you know, a couple special teams plays and one half-ass drive right at the end to get the field goal, right? And yep. you win the game. Win the game. And, of yep. course, the, probably almost as good as the great Aaron Rodgers. You know, all he needs is a couple first downs, right? And you can't get them. Right. It's uh, pretty amazing. And, you know, you think it – you look at that, that, you know, Garoppolo's got two playoff wins with zero touchdowns. Pretty amazing. Yeah, that's a yeah, but you, you know, you know what? Yeah, some, somehow the guy's a winner. I mean, the, their record with him at quarterback, they win like two and a half times to one when he's he's in. Yeah, I saw I saw the number. So kind of reminds me a little bit of Alex Smith, right? That just make sure you get do what it takes to to win the game and, and not make the big mistake and and he's pretty good at that yeah yeah he's uh yeah well it, it, it was an amazing amazing game amazing win they never never looked like they they were going to win that game and uh you know even even after they got to the 10 10 i'm like well roger roger surely's going to do something now right yeah and, yeah doesn't even get a first down so uh so yeah, I'm a Niners fan, and in the long and short of it, I'm going to take the Niners and the three and a half points. Knowing it is a heart pick, it is a John, an obvious John heart pick, but I'm going to go with my heart on this one and go with the Niners. Leave my heart in San Francisco. <laughs> okay. Me and Tony Bennett. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, I figured you'd like that. So you're crazy. Uh, yeah, I'm great. I'm crazy. Uh, well, so John, uh, just to just to walk walk us through, if the Rams win, where's the Super Bowl, John? It's in L.A. It's, it's a home. In LA. That'll be. We went a million years without anybody having home field advantage. I think the Falcons did it once, but lost. But uh, I didn't think it had been done until Tampa Bay did it last year. Maybe that's true. I think, oh, the Falcons were the last team to have a legitimate. They had that good team with the Dirty Birds back in the day. Um, they had a legitimate chance at having that advantage and didn't make the Super Bowl. Okay. But, yeah, we could go from, you know, every Super Bowl to never having a home field advantage to uh, back to back, back to back, which would be pretty wild. Except we're not sure they have a home field advantage. <laughs> you know, this week, you, you heard this week that they weren't allowing anybody to buy tickets who didn't have an L.A. zip code, right? Really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I'm not exactly sure how they. But they were talking about it on one show that Cronky uh, put out that, you know, he wasn't letting. I, I don't know how many venues they control and, and so forth, but you couldn't. You had to have an L.A. zip code of some sort. And, of course, I'm like, there are about 10 zillion zip codes in L.A., right? Yeah. I, I guess that'd be one way to, to make, you know, not make sure, but to, you know, help make sure that you have an, a, a Rams, a not all San Francisco crowd, because it, it, week 18, it was more San Francisco than uh, Rams in the in the crowd, according to sources. Well, and again, I think I talked about this last week. It's a new stadium. Most of those tickets are owned by brokers. Brokers, anyways. So how, I don't. I, I'm curious how he's going to control that, or how he thinks he's going to control that. Yeah, it'll be, and it'll be interesting to see if they really pull it off. 
Nin- Niners fans uh, really travel well. So, yes, uh, yes. and it's not, it's not, well, I'm trying to think, is, is it the easiest trip that uh, Niner fans can make? Uh, that, you know, there aren't a lot of places closer than LA and I'm sure there are a lot. I know there are lots of flights between San Francisco and LA. Probably pretty inexpensive flights too, I would imagine. Well, yeah, because I know Southwest flies regularly and Air, Air Alaska flies regularly. So between the two of them, they probably keep the price down. So anyway, so that'll be interesting to, to see about that dynamic and to see if the Rams end up the second year in a row. Home team gets to play Super Bowl in their stadium. That'd be wild. Just Would wild. Be- Pretty, pretty crazy since, it, you know, like we said, it, it never happened until now. And then all of a sudden, bang, bang. Bang, bang. Yeah, bang, bang. Well, John, let's, let's, it's the time of year. It's the end of January. Starting to start thinking big time hoops, right? College basketball is, is gearing up big time. Yes, sir. Yeah. And, and you know, not only uh, did I have the world uh, of the morning to, to, dis- to disturb me. You know, I was psychologically damaged a little bit by last night's Purdue basketball game, as well as trying to slice the end of my thumb off at dinner time. So uh, it, it, it's been a, it's a dramatic occasion. I, I saw tweets this morning, John. I know you don't keep up on this, but I, I saw tweets this morning from Purdue fans saying, you know, the second half of Iowa games this year are going to kill us because it's like, they were up 18 two minutes into the second half last night, and in five minutes it got down to four, John. Oof. And you know what that means. You, you know on the road when the mows going that way and the crowd's going crazy, right? Yep. It's like, oh, this is oh, this is not going to go well. This is not the scenario you were looking for, was it? No, but they went down, and I think they made a three on the next possession down after and they, they held off and won by double digits. But, uh, you know, when it gets down to four deep in the second half, you're like, Oh, I hate these games. Right. Yeah. It is the big 10, uh, in a nutshell, winning on the road is a great joy. And by the way, you, you came back after the Purdue win. Uh, and what did I, you do? I, I would believe that term would be shit the bed. Shit the bed, yes. Uh, you lost to Minnesota, right? Uh, and, and and pretty handily, as I recall. Is that the yeah. word you use? Handily. Sure. Okay. So a- anyway, um, but we took care of business on Wednesday night and pummeled. I mean, pummeled Penn State. Uh, you did. Pummel Penn State Wednesday night at, at various times it was 30, which uh, is kind of a ridiculous number to be ahead. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, I, I, the current UCLA beat Arizona on Tuesday night at home and knocked Arizona off everybody's one line. So that's mm-hmm. kind of the news of the week in terms of the top end. Uh, clearly, their uh, UCLA is like number seven in the country, so they're way up there too. So, uh, yeah, I think they got um, Auburn would be the number one. They're they're the top dog right now, right? Yeah, uh, Auburn handled Kentucky easily last Saturday. So, yeah, uh, we were a little. We were wondering about that game. That was the best game of the weekend, supposedly, and they won by double digits. So, uh, uh, you, you know, I think I think it's fair to say that they uh, they deserve the number one seed. And you know, it's the first time in forever uh, Auburn was ranked number one in the AP poll this week, and they are the second team to reach number one for the first time in their history this year. And uh, that doesn't happen very often. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, uh, you know, some something new. Uh, and by the way, it was Michigan that you lost to by that's eighteen at home. Yeah, Michigan. It was a lost, five five hundred team. I think we've lost two games to them. 
Yes, interesting. I guess they're up to 10 and 7, so I shouldn't call them a 500 team. All right, so we we are going to start picking games. I'm going just because John probably doesn't know this. This is the weekend of the Big 12 SEC Challenge, which somebody wants to make to be something of a deal. Uh, the, the, the one game that seems to stick out, sometimes it's hard to find a good game in these things, right, John? Yeah. But they, they've got Kentucky playing Kansas Saturday evening. So we'll start there, John. Kentucky is 12th in the country. Kansas is fifth. Kansas, I think, got bumped onto the one line with uh, Arizona losing. Uh, Six o'clock on ESPN. Uh, I don't imagine you'll be sitting around watching hoops this weekend, John. But is that is that a good game? Uh, it should be. I mean, it's at at Kansas. I think um, I think they handle Kentucky, though. I mean, Kentucky is just not as they're not as deep as they typically are. Right. In the in years past, especially being at Kansas, I'll take the uh, I'll go rock chalk Jayhawk on that one. Okay, so. John, John with the Jayhawks, and let me write this down. So next week when we're – all right, I'm going to agree with him. So that's that's a start. Uh, the first game to talk about, and I know I know what your Big East uh, scouting report looks like, John, but uh, it's got Marquette and Providence play on FS1 tomorrow at 430. They're both ranked. What do you think? Providence is a two-point favorite. Uh, are they both ranked? Yeah, I got I've got Marquette at twenty two and Providence at seventeen. Are you looking at something that belies that, John? Or are you just asking? I well, because I'm looking at the the games for tomorrow. Is this tomorrow or Sunday? This is tomorrow. Yeah, they don't show up in the top twenty five. Yeah, AP's got Providence at seventeen and. Marquette at 22. Yeah. And it's at Providence? It's at Providence. They've only got two losses. Marquette's got six. I'll, uh, yeah. I'll stick with Providence on this one. Okay. I, I think Marquette's been hot, so I'm going the other way. I'm, I'm going to take the uh, – the, uh, God, who went there to coach? It's not Shaka, Shaka isn't. No, he left there to go to Texas. Okay. Who is Marquette's coach? It's somebody. Hmm. Okay, I'll let John look that up. While I talk about the next game on a schedule, uh, right up your alley, John. Here we go. SEC Big 12 Challenge in Austin in the all-orange game. Tennessee and Texas. Three point Texas on the spread, John. That is a tight game, isn't it? Yeah, I, I'm kind of surprising a ranked team like that. Uh, uh, you know, uh, an underdog, but it is a road game. Uh, so I guess that matters. Mm. How, how, how are you feeling about your. Uh, uh, your your uh, your whatever burnt orange. Let me see. Tennessee doesn't have too many quality. They just beat LSU, who was ranked. Yeah. Purdue beat them up in uh, Connecticut. Yeah. Earlier in the year, uh, you're, you're worried that they don't have enough quality wins. Is this what you're talking about? Yeah, I'm looking at see if uh, and Texas doesn't Texas doesn't have any quality wins. Well, let me let me say I, I pulled up Ken Palm's basketball rankings. They have Tennessee 14th, Texas 15th. Huh. Uh, Tennessee is fifth in the country in defense adjusted defensive efficiency. They're fifth, and Texas is 13th in adjusted defensive efficiency. So you 
I guess more more of a defensive game. I I don't know that I've seen anything out of Texas yet as far as who they've won against to take them. I'm going to take Tennessee, but I will say this: in the next five six games, we'll know a lot about Texas because they play 18th ranked Tennessee. Then they're at Texas Tech, home against Iowa State, home against Kentucky, at Baylor. Those are their next five games. So we'll, we'll know if uh, where they fall real quick after the, these next five games. Yeah. Uh, Ken Palm has them winning, winning the Tennessee game, losing the Tech winning against Iowa State and Kansas by a point huh. and losing to Baylor. So it'll be interesting. Like you say, that's a, that's a strong schedule. The, the game that they're favored the most in is the Iowa State game, 72% chance of winning, according to Ken Baum. So there you go. All right, so you're taking Tennessee – and they just got beat by Iowa State. Yeah, I'm taking Tennessee. I haven't seen enough out of Texas yet. Okay, I am going to take the home team. Okay. Because every time I pick against Texas, especially in basketball, they screw me. <laughs> All right, home, home uh, again uh, Sunday. Purdue goes back home to play number 16 Ohio State in one of those Big Ten ranked-on-ranked games that uh, it's on CBS at noon, so it's kind of the national game. Uh, I don't need to say much more than that, except I can't believe Ken Palm thinks Purdue's going to win by nine. You think that's a little too much? I think that's – it's a big ten, man. Who wins – who can you imagine winning by nine in a, in a, with two ranked schools playing? I don't know, but – ESPN has a the matchup predictor as an eighty five percent chance to win. Yeah, well, I, I will take those wins. By the way, I, I mean, if they want us to not play the game and we just get to win, eighty five percent, I'm good with that. But yeah, I bet you are. Yeah, yeah that's that's a good game. I, I like. Yeah, Purdue's going to win that game. That might be a bit too much, um, but we'll see. Yeah, I have to take Purdue because one of the things we've learned over the years, right, John, is sitting there rooting against our own interests during a game is just – It's not fun. Yeah, it's it, it's it's tough, right? Uh, and finally, for Sean, uh, Monday night, I'm not sure it's that great a game, but uh, Duke goes to Notre Dame. Uh, they're five-point favorites. Notre Dame needs wins desperately to – um, uh, get into the tournament. They are right now. I saw like uh, my man Dave had them next four in. So uh, next four or last four in. Ne- next four. Next four. So yeah, they're on the outside looking in, right? And I just I'm trying to bring up. I, I know I, I've got the uh, Kim Bomb has them at uh, uh, well, it's got down to four points for Monday that they lose by four. They are they are currently thirteen and six, and uh, yeah, the Kim Bomb has them finishing the season at twenty and eleven, John. So that's it's not exactly a hot run finishing the season. Well, the tough part is they got a quick turnaround between the UVA game on on Saturday, right? So I don't know if a nine number nine ranked uh, Duke team is the team I want to play on. Really, basically, just a day's rest, right? Uh, the good news about playing Duke on short rest is they they play no almost no bench. So, uh, uh, but but on the other hand. You hate playing anybody after playing Virginia, right? Yeah, that's going to be a physical game. Right. Well, um, uh, Virginia still manhandles people, so mm-hmm. there you go. And in terms of games, 
Uh, it is not even a quad A or quad B game, according to Kim Palm, Virginia, Notre Dame. So, yeah, and uh, Luke, don't, don't want to be losing that at home. Duke's got two back-to-back road games too, but Louisville's not that far away. But still, they got a 11 a.m. Uh, game on Saturday at Louisville, and then they travel to um, South Bend. So, if I had to play two games back-to-back in short notice, I, w- I would much rather them be two home games. Obviously, right. Yeah, I, I, I'm still taking Duke, given the points. What was the spread? You don't know the spread, do you? Five. 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 I'll take Notre Dame to cover, just, okay. for, just for my man, Cramsey. Is that right? Well, Sean will love you. Uh, uh, well, in a manly kind of way. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Good, good clarification. Good, good clarification. So, um John, I, I know you're traveling. You're going to Indiana this weekend. You're probably not going to be sitting in your sweats watching sports all weekend. So um, I, I will keep you updated as to how I'm doing in terms of fantasy because, uh, you know, you know, trips to the Bahamas might be uh, involved, right? Okay. Yeah, sure. Because we're, we, you know, we're, we're, in a, we're in a fantasy pool where the pool's $10,000, right, John? Is that how much it is? There are 500 and some entries. At $22 a piece. Yeah, that would be over $10,000. It would be over $11,000. Yeah. 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 So, and and I think, uh, I did not memorize it, but I think the winner gets uh, half the pot. That's a, that will take care of uh, a trip to Ireland in July, won't it? Uh, well, it would, it would probably cover at least your sister's bar bill. Uh, yeah see there and i'll see if she laughs at that yeah cover cover the bar bill yeah in in uh, in july and in ireland Uh, so you have to realize that we're we're going for an extra four or five days john so maybe the bar bill will be a little bit bigger for her than it will be for you yeah probably maybe i'll try to I'll, i'll try to catch up as fast as i can Oh, okay. well, we, this is something we probably ought to tweet, you know, live tweet that from Ireland uh, in July. Yeah, how, 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 how is John doing? How, how many Guinnesses did John have with his uh, Irish breakfast every day, right? I'm so excited about this trip. It's going to be a blast. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, sitting here looking out at the snow in January, John, it's hard to believe that we're really going to do that. But uh, okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, of course, I, I'll be wearing all my Purdue gear after we win the national championship, right, John? So make it even sweeter. There you go. There you go. All right, John. We did it again. I'm guessing my "Kiss Me I'm Irish" shirt probably won't really go over real well over there, will it? Because everybody's Irish. I don't know, John. It might be the perfect thing to wear. <laughs> okay. You, you, you know, just be yet another dumb American came and didn't realize what they were doing, right? <laughs> just add it to the list. Yeah, just add it, add it to the list. Yeah, it, it, it probably would be a healthy list. By, by the way, John, uh, before we leave, uh, have you been practicing the uh, espresso martini thing? No, I don't have an espresso maker. Is that right? Is that, is that, the, is that the missing ingredient here? Okay. It is. Yeah, so John John sent us a uh, a guy making espresso martinis, and amazingly enough, one of the ingredients in a martini, and I, you know, forgive me if I don't understand this, is Jameson's whiskey. So, hmm, an interesting twist on a martini, John. Yeah, and you, you did see, like, you noticed, like, his whole point was, like, you don't have to use vodka to make it a martini, which... I kind of thought that was a staple in a martini. Uh, it's to be vodka, so no, no, John. A, a staple for a martini is gin. Oh yeah, gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and and I think people use vodka because they make that noise you make about gin, John. Yeah, because it does vodka, of course, doesn't have that juniper taste to it. So. I'm just curious. I mean, his. I'm just curious his mindset on calling it a martini. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it, you can yeah. make it. You can call it anything you want, but it's really not a martini. 
No, it, he yeah. talks about using tequila and different things in those, but I guess he thinks if you puts it in a martini glass, it automatically makes it a, mart- a martini. So. so, so I guess espresso margarita didn't have the same buzz to it, huh? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Or an espresso Manhattan. <laughs> the espresso Cosmo. Uh, no, yeah, well, yeah, too many O's. Yeah, uh, okay. So, so enough with that silliness, John. We'll we'll have to call today uh, after you answer this, John. What what do you call it when a dinosaur, a bunch of dinosaurs, uh, crash their cars? What? Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah. Ooh. All right, John. Wait, I got a better one. No. Okay. So you heard about that new religious cult, right? No. But, yeah, they they literally worship testicles that's their their deity and of course that's creating a lot of controversy amongst all the other religious groups and they're saying that it's sac religious wow sac religious thanks no john you do not need to explain the joke okay (laughs) so so john if we're going to do this I, i i i i'm going to try and one up you here we were watching the Antiques Roadshow, uh, the British version, and and this night it was from the town in Wales with the longest name, which starts with two L's, and, and is twenty some letters long. But anyway, oh. the 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 local guy, his name was Paget, uh, the first uh, Marquis Marquise of Anglesey, was the second in, in command at Waterloo. All right. Okay. You, you, you do know Waterloo and Napoleon, right? Everything. Yep. Just, yes, yeah. sir. Okay. So he's second in command. And at the end of the battle, um, he's next to Wellington and he turns to him and Wellington says, sir, I think I've lost my right leg. And Wellington looks down and says, sir, it seems you have. So they took him uh, to the field hospital, amputated his leg above the right leg above the knee. Uh, supposedly buried it on the battlefield and, uh, and and all this without anesthetic and he wore a prosthetic the rest of his life. So supposedly, I mean, his biography says that when asked for the rest of his life, how he felt and his response was always, I feel as though I have one foot in the grave. <laughs> That's bad. That is. <laughs> a, a dad joke that is it has been uh, immortalized through history. Yeah, that that one. Of the, it's got to be like one of the originals. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, uh, your sister and I discussed whether there are dad jokes on the caves uh, <laughs> that we just can't, we can't decipher. Mm-hmm. And you know, you groan when you when you finally figure out what it means. Oh no, he didn't really do the fart joke with the finger, did he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, John, have a good trip. Good luck to you. Uh, yep. Talking to you and uh, and uh, happy picking. Yes. Happy, happy gambling weekend. Yeah. All right, everybody. All right. Love you, bro. Love you, bro. Bye. Bye. Bye.